podcast. It is the Five Observations with Big Jim. I'm your host, uh, Big Jim. You can hear uh, our last live show of the season uh, this coming Tuesday, eight o'clock Eastern Time. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube at Huddle Up Podcast. Um, it is the it's the last um, of the live shows because we we do. We cover the football season. It was primarily a football-based podcast. We go through the uh, football season from our college football predictions, NFL predictions. We go through the entire year. And, of course, uh, with Super Bowl Sunday taking place as of this recording, uh, tomorrow, uh, in 24 hours from now, it'll probably be over. I'm recording this just after 11 p.m. Eastern time. Um, So the game is probably going to be over. The football season will be behind us. Um, the NFL season, um, but we are not done. You're you're not going to not hear us um, from from now until uh, the new season begins, uh, because we'll begin our off season program. So uh, it is really important if you do not want to miss our show uh, that you are subscribed to our show on all podcast platforms. We are everywhere you can find podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon. Um, Everywhere, literally everywhere. If you can find one we're not on, please let us know. We'll make sure we get there as well. Um, but also on YouTube, our off-season shows will be. Uh, we'll have video this year. We didn't do that last year, um, so you can get us everywhere. You get the live shows. You're going to be able to get our uh, off-season shows. So we have a lot of topics. We've been cultivating the list throughout the season, and uh, and we will be uh, ready to roll. That we'll probably take the rest of February off. Uh, so a couple of weeks off, and then we'll get that rolling coming in March. But make sure you are subscribed to us and following us on all of our social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, and the YouTube, TikTok as well, at Huddle Up Podcast. Um, so yeah, just make sure you are uh, you are connected on all of those channels so you do not miss um, any, uh, any bit of the off-season program, and then we'll be back firing away. Uh, and, and not just the the off season uh, program with the with the weekly uh, live show crew. We will still have my five observations. We uh, once EJ gets back uh, back off the DL, uh, he will be back to doing N one. We have the five for fighting with Mike uh, and the pitch coming soon with Matt. So we will be uh, we are not missing a beat here on a, on a Huddle Up Inc. Uh, Huddle Up Incorporated. Uh, so uh, make sure you are subscribed, and if you enjoy it, share it with anyone that you think may enjoy it as well. We would certainly appreciate all the support as we uh, head through the uh, the off season here in 2023. Uh, this is the 15th of the uh, the five observations. 15 episodes on on, on this particular uh, version of what I'm doing. Um, so let's uh, let's dive uh, right in. All right, first observation uh, in the going to the NBA uh, this week. LeBron James uh, became the uh, the NBA's all time leading scorer, passing Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Um, and cementing another place or his place in, in, in NBA history and, and congratulations, uh, to LeBron James. I I was, uh, I was watching this one. I always love watching, uh, sports history, you know, matter, no matter what it is, I will, I will tune over to it. If it's uh, a random baseball game that I have a chance to see a no hitter or a perfect game, I'll go over and check that out or some sort of. Uh, hit streak, or you know, obviously, I'm I'm tuned into the the NHL world, um, watching football all the time. But even you know, basketball, soccer, Olympics, 
uh, golf, tennis, things like that. I do. I've always enjoyed historic moments uh, in and out of sports, but especially in, in sports. So, so I made sure I was watching uh, watching that one, and um, I thought it was really neat the way that that, that they stopped the game. Uh, and and acknowledged the moment because I mean it is a big deal. Look, I don't I don't care, um, you know I don't, I don't care what you what you think about LeBron, how you feel about Le- LeBron personally, uh, from a sports standpoint, from a player standpoint, it really doesn't matter to me. Like it, it's a it's a historic moment. Like this is this is something that. Um, like, I don't, I don't know if we're going to like see this again. And, and we say that about, I feel like we say that a lot and, and I'm sitting there and I, and I know, I think I tweeted it during this game and during the moment that I'm just like, it, it is unbelievable. Um, you know, I'm sitting here as a 37 year old man and, and I'm like, it is unbelievable. The amount of historic sporting, uh, moments and events we have seen, uh, it, that I have seen in my lifetime and, and, and we're, we're not done yet. I mean, we, you know, but you think about it, we've seen Hank Aaron's uh, home run record broken. We saw Lou Gehrig's streak broken. We've seen um, the, the home run races in the 90s. Uh, you know, we have seen, you know, now Alex Ovechkin, now number two all time. Hopefully he will get and, and break Wayne Gretzky's record. Um, you know, like Brett Favre, as much of a piece of shit as that guy is, you know, his consecutive uh, streaks. Um, we have seen... You know the the Steelers. Bleh, we've seen the Steelers hit six Super Bowls. The Patriots hit six Super Bowls. Tom Brady hit six Super Bowls. Like we like the 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 passing records, the receiving records, like the the amount of the amount of sports records that we have seen. And these are ones I'm just rattling off my head. I don't have these things written down at all. It amazes me. So I, I really I really am glad that uh, the Lakers and the NBA like they stopped the game when this happened they acknowledged the moment Kareem was in in the building to to uh you know pass the ball to LeBron um because it's a it is a huge moment and I and I do hope too like if Alex Ovechkin can go on to break Wayne Gretzky's record that they that they stop the game and do something similar like these these are moments that like you don't you don't know when these guys start if 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 they're ever going to pan out and be the next blank or be one of the greatest of all time. Like we figured LeBron was going to be great. Like we've known Kobe was going to be great, but there's also been guys that you have, you have seen burst onto the scene and be projected to be great. Oh, this guy's going to be the next Michael. This guy's going to be the next Michael. And then two, three, two, three years later, you can ask somebody, do you remember so-and-so who I have no, no idea who that is. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I love that they stopped the game. They recognize the moment. Um, and, and I don't, again, I don't care how you feel about LeBron James because you can, you can talk about his politics if you want to, you can do all of that, but, but on the court, this guy's one of the greatest ever period. Um, if you want to, if you want to debate the, the, the greatest ever, you still want to put Jordan there. You want to put LeBron there. You want to put Kobe there. You want to put, you know, I, I'm not, I'm no expert. I'm no expert in the NBA. Um, to me, it'll probably always be Michael Jordan, but, um, you know, you can, you can have, you can have the discussion about who you think is the greatest of all time, but LeBron James has to be in that conversation. Whether you like him or not, I don't care. He is in the conversation. He's, and maybe you can settle for this. Maybe he's the best at his position, right? Like, and, and I, but I don't know. I don't know. I like, again, I, I am a, a casual at best 
NBA viewer. Okay, I'll be honest about it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't watch enough NBA to be considered any anything uh, of an expert on it. But I know LeBron is one of the best ever, um, and I thought it was really cool that uh, that he that he got the moment, and they um that they stopped the game, they recognized the moment, and uh, and let it breathe a bit. And let it breathe a bit because I it deserved that. Uh, my second observation this week: um, Dan Orlovsky, former NFL quarterback, ESPN talking head, alleged allegedly. Thanks, Jim Rome. Uh, alleged, so to speak, expert, um, or at least he's passed off as such when he's on all these. Um, he does all these media hits all the time. Uh, expert, but Dan Orlovsky is a dumbass. And it has nothing to do with his terrible food takes, which are terrible, by the way, if you've ever followed him or seen them retweeted to, to put him on blast, and as you should. But this is, a, this is a not food-related, although going into tomorrow, I'm excited about the food. I'm excited about the Rihanna concert. Not so much of the game. I'm a scared about the game. I'm a Cowboys fan. I should be scared about the game. Um, but Dan Orlovsky's a dumbass. This guy compiled a list of his top quarterbacks. You get Tom Brady number one. That I'm fine with. I know, I know, student of the game, Kyle Nash is going to get upset with me. That I that that I'm fine with people putting Brady at number one. Um, but uh, he's he's fine there. You want to put Brady at one? Put Brady at one. Okay. If you don't, I'm okay with it. He's probably my number one, at least that I've watched play his whole career. I'll I'll put it I'll put the caveat on that. You can call it fence sitting if you want. I'll play it safe. But after number one is is where Dan Orlovsky starts to get it wrong. Um, this remember this is an all time list, not a current list. He has Patrick Mahomes at number two, uh, Elway three, Peyton Manning four, Dan Marino five. I'm gonna read those one more time, and if you. If you're listening to this, and this is right around the 11-minute the mark, um, I'm going to read the five. I want you to pause this podcast, and I want you to tweet at me, at Big Jim Sports, and at the show, at Huddle Up Podcast, and I want you to tell me what is missing. Brady one, Mahomes two, Elway three, Peyton Manning four, Marino five. Pause, tweet me, at Big Jim Sports, at Huddle Up Podcast. Tell me what's missing. Welcome back. Um, Where is Joe Montana on this list? Um, And I understand. Look, I get it. Lists are objective. Favorites are objective. Best, best of all time is objective. I'm sorry. Even objectively, if you don't have Joe Montana in your top five of all time you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong 
you're wrong. And then Orlovsky goes on Dan Patrick. I think he went on other places, and he doubled down on the wrong take. And he proceeded to say on the Dan Patrick show that he'd have, I think it was on Dan Patrick, that he'd have, he would consider Troy Aikman and Drew Brees at or above the same level, uh, at the same level or above Joe Montana. I'm sorry, what? And I guess the caveat here is what are you basing it on? But I, I can't, I can't understand where you can make a list of top quarterbacks and not include Joe Montana in your top five. He should be in your top two, three, maybe at worst, but not in your top five. You're wrong. And if you're comparing Aikman to Montana, you're wrong. If you're comparing Drew Brees to, to Joe Montana, you're wrong. Look, I, I I think Patrick Mahomes is likely going to finish his career as considered one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play this game. And he is changing the game. He and, and a few others in the NFL today are changing the quarterback position as we know it in the National Football League. He is not the number two quarterback of all time. And I'm not even going to say I'm sorry, Dan. I mean, not that Dan Orlovsky is going to hear this, but if he does, I'm not going to say I'm sorry because you're wrong with having Mahomes at two. Um, I, I don't know that I'm ready to hear John Elway at three. I would probably put Peyton Manning, his number four, above John Elway. Um, I would probably put Dan Marino above both of those, at least above Elway. And if, and if, again, if it, now, if you're going down to the rings argument, you're being disingenuous, but if you're going to the rings argument, that's where you also begin to fail. And why is Joe Montana not in your top five? But, uh, Dan Orlovsky continues to be wrong about a lot of things, a lot of things. Um, but, hey, he knows how to run out of the back of the end zone. All right, my third observation this week, Doug Peterson got robbed. He got robbed. Um, Brian DeBull, head coach of the New York Giants, is your is your 2022-2023 NFL Awards Coach of the Year. And, look, this isn't this isn't uh angry Cowboys fan or anything like that, um, biased Cowboys fan, anything like that. Brian DeBull did a great job. I know his name's Dable. I just like calling him DeBull, okay? Um, so don't don't tweet me telling me telling me I got his name wrong. I know I know his name is Brian Dable, but I like to call him DeBull. But he did he did a hell of a job. Look, and and he he and the New York Giants have the potential to have a have a really good future um and 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 build on what they did this year, okay? This isn't this isn't a, a Cowboys fan bias thing. It really is not. Um, but Brian DeBole is not the head coach of the year. And maybe what's even worse about this um, is is let me I'm going to pull up the the the, the voting um, because I, this is this is to me where where it really gets screwy. 
So Brian Dable, you got um five points for a first place vote, three points for a two second place vote, and one point for a third place vote. Um eighth in the voting, I'll work from bottom to top. Eighth was Andy Reid, seven Dan Campbell, um six Kevin O'Connell, five Nick Sirianni. Oh no! Here, I'm sorry. Here's the uh, here's the voting. I was looking at I was looking at a wrong tweet. That was just based on uh, uh vote votes, uh the number of first place votes. Um, coach of the year voting. Uh, number one Brian Dable. Uh, number two Kyle Shanahan. Number three Sean McDermott. Number four Nick Sirianni. Number five Doug Peterson. Number six Andy Reid. Seven uh tied for seventh Dan Campbell and Kevin O'Connell. Um. Campbell and O'Connell had one point. Reed had two points. Peterson, five points. Sirianni, six. McDermott, seven. Shanahan, 12. Dable, 16. And again, that was based on uh, five five points for first, three points for second, one point for third. I apologize. The first tweet I was looking at, they they just had the list all out of whack. Um. So yeah, Dable, Shanahan, McDermott, Sirianni, Peterson, Reed, and Campbell slash O'Connell. Um. How the hell was Doug Peterson fifth? Okay. Um, I don't I don't necessarily hate Kyle Shanahan at, at second. Um, you know, what he did losing his starting quarterback week one, um, and then losing Garoppolo and then having a rookie, Mr. Irrelevant, uh, rattle off twelve straight. Um is or I guess eleven because or tw- I guess it was ten to, to close out the regular season, um, is is certainly impressive. Sean McDermott with in third place, like was was it be was it because of the way that um the team rebounded from what happened with DeMar Hamlin in week 17 because and maybe it's just the way I I look at like an award like coach of the year the bills were supposed to be good the bills were supposed to be great right the bills the bills people in sports media told us from the preseason that the, the, the bills were going to be the team to beat in the AFC right that they were that they were going to be the number one team if they if they got to the the the, the playoffs and had home field they were they were going to be unstoppable right like that's what we were told from the jump in in a way in a way i think the bills underachieved this year in a way okay because they didn't even get home field. They weren't the number one seed. And, and they they played themselves out of wins at times this year. I've talked about it all season. I, I, I don't see how you can have McDermott at three. Um, you know, if you if you want to have Sirianni above above Peterson, I guess I can hear it. I can I'll hear the argument. I'll hear the argument, okay? 
But to me, what Doug Peterson did, and, and I, I a couple weeks back, I, I ran I ran down like the full credential in my mind. Like Doug Peterson took over a dumpster fire that uh, Urban Meyer left smoldering in Jacksonville. And this year started bad for Jacksonville. I'm not I'm not denying that. And I get that the AFC South is bad. But he still took that team to a division title. Brian DeBowl took the Giants to third place in their division. Don't, granted, the, the NFC East infinitely more challenging than the NFC South. I'm not denying that. He still only led them to third. Like... No, he didn't do a better job than Doug Peterson did. He didn't do a better job than Nick Sirianni did. He didn't do a better job than Kyle Shanahan did. So you want to have Dave, you want to have the bowl at third, maybe fourth, maybe cool. Great year. Hell of a job. He's not the coach of the year, man. Uh, I, I, and, and, and not that these awards really mean that much in the grand scheme of things, but man, I, I really, I really feel like Doug Peterson got, got worked a bit. My fourth observation this week, uh, Tiger Woods, um, returning to the course, playing at the Genesis next week. Um, I'm excited. Look, I, I get that, um, at this point, Tiger Woods is never going to be, um, never going to be the same. Maybe maybe he's never even going to compete for championships or majors. Um, he's not going to break Jack's record. But, and I've, I've said this multiple times uh, over the last couple of years, that I am, I am much more fascinated with old Tiger than I was with young Tiger. Because young, I mean, young Tiger was a monster. Young Tiger was unstoppable. Well, we thought he was unstoppable, but Young Tiger instilled fear. Almost seemed like a jackass, like on the course. Like you didn't want to, like he didn't want to be your friend. He didn't want to. He like he was on a mission to destroy the PGA and destroy everybody, every golfer on the PGA tour, and he did. He did. He changed the game of golf too. He was unbelievable. You want to talk about best athletes in 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 their given sport in history? You have Tiger Woods is in the conversation. He may be the answer, but he's in the conversation for sure. Um, but since the um, you know the the car crash, the adultery, the injuries, the um, the, the, the car crash a couple years ago, uh, where, you know, the, 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 the nasty leg injury, all of it, the return 2019 at the masters arguably probably could have been his, his last, I mean, at this point, it's going to be his last major win, but, but arguably could have been in hindsight, the moment he maybe should have stepped away or that, that final walk up St. Andrews this year, uh, in 2022, Maybe that should have been the time to walk away. Just stop on the on the bridge and say, "This is it. Uh, this is my last round of competitive golf." But I'm fa- I'm still fascinated by Tiger Woods, and I'll be watching the Genesis next week. 
He'll probably miss the cut. He may withdraw once he's he's guaranteed to miss the cut. But I am I am fascinated by 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 Tiger Woods, still to this day, and I, um, you know, I remember I was talking I was talking to to um, a coworker this week about Tiger Woods returning, um, to to the Genesis this week, and I, and we were talking about 2019. And the Masters win. And it was um because of weather, it was played in the morning. So I was going to I was going to a Hershey Bears game and I was like, come on, is it finished? I want to see the end of this. I was in tears, man, when he won. I was in tears when he won. That was one of the greatest sports moments I've ever witnessed. But Tiger, he'll, he's, he, I'm, I'm, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what he's going to do next week at the Genesis, but I will be watching and I'm excited for it. Um, fifth and final observation this week. I wanted to record this specifically before this, before Super Bowl Sunday, before the game, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to put any of my Super Bowl reaction down until. We wrap up the season on Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Eastern time. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at Huddle Up Podcast. Um, or on all podcast platforms on demand after that. Bing! Because um, I, I want to I put a, the final bow with, 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 the, with the crew, and I, and I know EJ won't be able to make it. Um, and, and, you know, we miss him. He's, 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 he's uh, dealing with uh, some, some injuries right now. Um, and uh, we hope he gets better soon. But I'm looking forward to putting this final bow um, on the uh, on the 2022-2023 uh, season of uh, of Huddle Up Podcast. But um, I, I saw a couple people tweeting over the last day or so about if the Chiefs lose, it will hurt Patrick Mahomes' legacy. As of right now, like as of tomorrow night, like if the Chiefs lose tomorrow night in the Super Bowl, it would uh, Mahomes' legacy will take a hit. Is, is that statement like taken out of the Dan Orlovsky school of of takes? What? Patrick Mahomes' legacy will take a hit if he loses in the Super Bowl tomorrow. Okay. Um this is his fifth season. He has played in the AFC Championship every year he's been in in the in the NFL. This will be his third Super Bowl game in 5 years. He has one Super Bowl championship already. Possibly two in in 24 hours from now. Hopefully, two in twenty-four hours from now. Um, tomorrow's game has no impact on on Patrick Mahomes' legacy as it is right now. None, zero, zilch. Not a single speck on his legacy will come out of tomorrow. This man is changing the quarterback position in the National Football League. 
this and and um Kyle Ernest and I were discussing this um in a, in our text group literally earlier this evening that Patrick Mahomes's 5 year this this 5 year run is arguably cuz EJ wanted to say definitively but I'll say arguably the best 5 year stretch uh, for a quarterback in, in NFL history. Numbers-wise, performance-wise, team-wise, taking it all into account. But has anyone, and you can tweet at me at Big Jim Sports, at Hello Podcast, has anyone, at the at any, any quarterback, at the start of their career, not from the first time that they that they play, like if they sat on the bench for a few seasons, literally to start their career. Has anyone had a better five year run from their from their first start? From their first game? I I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I know that much. So so how is losing a Super Bowl? And here's the deal. What if he goes out tomorrow and throws goes 32 of 35 for 400 and for 400? I got real southern there for a second for no good reason whatsoever. 400 400 yards plus and four touchdowns, no interceptions. And he has a rushing touchdown. He runs for 60 yards and a touchdown. But the but the Chiefs lose because of their defense. Or the Chiefs lose because the Eagles are better. Sorry. Uh like what what if what if the, the Chiefs just aren't the better team? How, is that is that on Mahomes? Man. Man, like Jim Kelly, Dan Marino. Um And look, I'm not I'm not saying Tony Romo's on the level of Jim Kelly and Dan Marino, but Tony Romo. Um I, I'm sure there's plenty of others that I just can't think of off the top of my head at this point. But how many of these guys are great quarterbacks? Have great legacies. Or should have great legacies in the case of Romo. Um but 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 never won a Super Bowl. Like Jim Kelly went to four straight Super Bowls. It's not his fault that the other teams were just better, or he had a kicker that he had a Brett Ma he had Brett Maher's uh, uncle <laughs> at kicker, right? It's not Dan Marino's fault. He was on bad teams, didn't have a receiver. Like, man. To think that one one Super Bowl, his third Super Bowl in five years to start his career, is going to have an impact on Mahomes' legacy? No, I don't think so. Mahomes, Mahomes is 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 a top. We talked about this last on on Tuesday's uh, show last week on last week's huddle up, uh, the live show. We're ready to like uh, consensus. Put him in probably the top 25 quarterbacks of all time with the caveat that he could be higher 
if he can finish off his career with this projection. Nobody's going to look back on yet on on tomorrow if he even if he has a bad game, even if he's quote the reason unquote why the the Chiefs lose. Nobody's going to look back at that one game and go, man, this guy could have been this guy could have been one of the greats, but he lost Super Bowl LVII. He lost Super Bowl Fifty Seven for the Chiefs. So he's not he's not one of the best ever. Or he would have been a top five guy, but that one game on February 13th, damn it, February 12th, 2023, he had a bad day. He had a bad day at the office, so now nah, I'm going to put him at 15 all time. Get out of here. Get out of here. Tomorrow doesn't impact Mahomes' legacy. Get out of here. Uh, that's going to do it for me. Um, hope you all enjoy the Super Bowl. Um, however you celebrate, celebrate safely. Uh, however you enjoy the game, enjoy it safely. Uh, drink responsibly. Get a, get an Uber home. Um, you know, Stay home and drink. Invite people to your house. Um, but seriously, however you enjoy it, I hope you do enjoy the game. Uh, enjoy the Rihanna concert. Enjoy all the festivities. It's our last big day of NFL football uh, until uh, next season. Hard to believe we're already at that point, uh, but we will be live at 8 o'clock Eastern time, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Huddle Up Podcast Tuesday night, uh, Valentine's night. Spend your Valentine's Day with the Huddle Up boys um, as, uh, as we put the final bow on the 2022-2023 Huddle Up Podcast live season. Uh, and we certainly uh, look forward to uh, to hearing from you. And uh, again, I uh, hope you have a, uh, a, a great Super Bowl Sunday uh, or whenever uh, you, uh, you absorb this. But until next time, stay safe, stay smart, and as always, go for the win.